0: Reincarnation is not the right word, but I've had an epiphany, an Etsy epiphany. This is an Etsy epiphany. I've, I've from again. the death.
1: I'm the Jesus of Etsy, dude. Welcome back, folks, to the Built in Public Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us on this March month. Beautiful. March month. <laughs> I'm joined. Beautiful March month. I moved back down to Southern California. Should we talk about the weather? Every day it's been raining. It's fucking horrible. Um, guys, we have a bunch of random shit we want to ramble on today. And I uh, something very hilarious, or to me it's funny, happened. So I, I bought a new computer. I bought an iMac because I need something that runs faster. Like this 8 gigabyte uh, you know, processing speed isn't fast enough for me. So I got Sorry. that and then yesterday <laughs> Google Chrome makes an update that basically solves all the issues that I was having. It's, no way. Wait, how was
0: that? It was Chrome based. Your speed issues. Yeah. was Chrome based.
1: How I think cause I had too many, I think I had too many tabs and windows open and like for different projects, I had different profiles. So at any time I could have like 30, 40 tabs open. They uh, passed some kind of update where mm-hmm. tabs running in the background lo- use less speed and don't update and so only the tabs that you're currently using and are in the foreground are using up your like brand i mean that's
0: dope also would have been seems like a really like something they should have done a long time ago like why, right. why is it that hard for them to think of that and to implement that
1: uh-huh Chrome's been I, that, I was like oh this is so years. fucking sick so now because what i've always done is like i closed down the windows i'm not using so if i'm not working on honest i have that entire like yeah. module down yeah, but now I just have everything fucking open, so it makes it way easier.
0: I thought your speed was more related to running programs like Adobe Suite and That's like part all of that. Because of like, if That's I have any of
1: those windows open and I'm trying to run Photoshop or Premiere, everything just slows down. Rendering should be a lot faster now too, so it should be just better across the board. I've needed an iMac for a long time. I can't just fucking do yeah. what I do on a laptop.
0: I wonder how much use you're actually going to get out of your laptop now,
1: though um i don't know just mobile i guess will be the only use yeah i wonder how much my kid shrieking is on i can barely
0: hear it so it's oh, that, that a funny. good shriek or a bad shriek
1: yeah he doesn't i think good he shrieks that's just his <laughs> only like words he knows it's just shrieking really yeah that's hilarious um all right well, let's just popcorn around i'll do Dude, something Do something
0: all right, let's do Pod Ramp because I'm curious about this and I don't know anything really about it. But is this. So,
1: Ben's? this is why MFM is hiring a new producer is because. So, Ben's starting producer,
0: his own uh, producer agency.
1: Essentially, an agency where it seems like uh, they, they really. I, I applied for Chief In. I don't think it'll get accepted. They really just want a social following built behind a person who wants to do a podcast. They're like two years too late on this idea. But anyways, and then they are going to essentially, depending on where you're at as a podcast, provide the infrastructure, uh, the, the content ads, etc., management and the ads. That's the thing that I'm most interested interested in is their relationship with uh, advertisers because that's so hard to crack. Like he, I, and especially for MFM, like they got tapped into like HubSpot. I feel like they weren't yeah. doing that many different ads.
0: So no, they're, they're not at all. I think I thought it was almost like all HubSpot or HubSpot related. But even companies. before
1: it was like, yeah, like these boring SaaS companies.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's really what those companies just have so much money to to spend on shit like this, but mm-hmm. it is really interesting. Um, the whole idea, it's like their pay is full performance based pod ramp, the agency at the same time, they're only going to choose. Like you said, like people with very large followings where they know that, advertisers will want to advertise there
1: yep exactly
0: so it's just it really limits the amount of people who actually could even use this
1: uh-huh that's why i thought it was funny because it's like i know this is outdated because who has a large following that doesn't know someone that's already tapped into a podcast that could then reach out to that person to get started
0: and i just don't see the value out here if you have a large following and you're doing a podcast it seems like you could get advertisers fairly easily by plugging into any podcast network, I would think.
1: Mm-hmm. That's essentially what he's trying to become. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's not still uh, doing MFM, though. It'd be a great like podcast to have on umbrella.
0: I bet MFM's not willing to...
1: Or the or HubSpot's... Because HubSpot has their HubSpot. own team of podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's probably that. Yeah. I mean, because HubSpot's trying to build out the same thing. Like, they have that whole agency thing now where they're trying to build really? out a bunch of HubSpot podcasts. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're, I mean, Asian. do you remember those, like, their HubSpot's bringing on cohorts of new podcasts?
1: Oh, that's right. Steph Smith was, like, leading that.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think she left. was leading that before she left. She. I don't know if you know, she went to, I think, Anderson Horowitz, the VC, to lead, like, their research team or no no she's hosting their vc podcast oh that's cool at a16z which i think is more. yeah andres horowitz i thought she's she was podcast, doing her so, own thing so. nah i'm not sure if she was going to and that changed or
1: or what but um hmm. yeah um mason if you had to uh say three things to sum up what I enjoy, how I operate the most within business. What would one of them be?
0: Data. Is that what you're- you're That's one of
1: them, but no, that's not what I'm hinting at.
0: (laughs) Wow, does it have to do it?
1: Efficiency. I love efficiency.
0: Oh, speed of of play, speed of play.
1: Efficiency, speed of play. And I love when you see these tenants that I do at a micro level with things like Zapier and Slack applied to major league baseball.
0: Let me just say, this is 20 years overdue, at least. Yes. Like, the game is dying because people are getting bored.
1: Dude, Division, like, my little league here that I used to play in is closed. It doesn't exist anymore just because there's no kids that want to play baseball. It's not a thing anymore.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, they're, they're so long. The games are so long. They're They're every day.
1: And they just need to be faster. like. And what we're talking about is the rule changes to baseball. Everyone's been up in arms. I just think it's cool that they're adapting new rules to make things faster. Goes hand-in-hand with a lot of shit we talk about, it? especially with social media and attention span shortening because people are tired of games. Um, and there's again a lot of talking heads are in favor some are against it but the data shows that it's not making the game any worse so spring training 2022 versus 2023 the games are 30 minutes quicker about the same number of runs uh more stolen bases which is cool and that's because there's there's so many different fucking rules you know all of them like you can't pick off more than once or twice or something like it's crazy. A great rule. You can't throw to first and try to pick him off yeah. more than once. That's but if a you rule. do, but if you do more than once, you have to get him out. And if you don't get him out, then he gets a bag. So it's like you wow. can do it, but like you're no penalized way. if you fail.
0: That's really interesting. I mean, that also skews the stolen base attempt per game yep. data. Probably
1: there's no shifts anymore. Like you have to have your infielders on the dirt, which is interesting because I've been watching so much of the world baseball classic and I haven't paid attention to baseball in the last eight years, but this is, I guess the default now everyone plays shifts.
0: Yeah. Because players hit to the same spots every time you can shift your defenders and what it was what was happening in baseball. And I don't pay super close attention, but what was happening was that you no longer needed a super shifty and fast second baseman and shortstop. Mm -hmm. You could get, a big fat slugger and put them there, and you know concentrate more on on your on yeah. the hitting versus the fielding because like they could just stand right where the guy's going to hit instead of having to go and, and make that play. At the same time, forcing players to stay in a specific spot seems like a dumb rule for sports, but football does it. Like oh, illegal shift or like illegal like lining up incorrectly, yeah, which I've always thought is a dumb and- NFL rule.
1: They'll- try to do some kind of like wiggle room around it i'm sure because the rules like you have to have uh two fielders on either side of second base and their feet have to be touching the dirt so they can't be in like so i'm sure they'll still move them as far over as they can
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah um oh thanks
0: i guess and nba i guess a lot of sports have these similar rules like Three seconds in the key in the NBA. Yep, exactly. Very similar. Like you can't be. Oh, an
1: and the area. pitch clock. That's the thing that I was gonna say.
0: This the pitch is- clock's the best thing.
1: Kinda sucks though, because I was watching the one spring training game with my dad live where it ended with bases loaded, tied game, three two count, two outs, and the pitch clock went off.
0: He didn't get the pitch in time. No, meaning? the batter didn't. So it was get an auto the, out.
1: I think the batter didn't get in the box fast enough. Something happened. It was either the pitcher or the catch or the batter. And the batter was called out. I think it was the batter. The batter was called out because he yeah, didn't get in the box. Fast it's enough. a new rule, though. And that was like, the game. <laughs> it was like, everyone was like, wait, what happened?
0: That's a terrible ending, <laughs> yeah. but it's a new rule. So I do feel like. Yeah, there'll be refinement. Like, it's
1: just, it's really interesting to see such an old legacy kind of institution changing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think it's good. It's just so boring. It's so boring to watch. Yeah, so I agree. It's been killing me. And I need we need another sport during this time. Like, this really should be MLB's time to, like... It is, dude. Time it's lit year.
1: right now. I'm telling you. Did you watch... Like you
0: have spring training, and then, like, all summer before football starts, there's no basketball. There's no hockey. There's very limited, like, soccer. So... Baseball should own summer, and it hasn't because it
1: sucks so much. It will. It's back. I'm declaring back. it.
0: All right. I've told you that I've had a reincarnation on Etsy before. <laughs> <had>
1: reincarnation.
0: It... <laughs> reincarnation is not the right word, but I've had it—an epiphany, an Etsy epiphany. This is an Etsy. Epiphany. I've arisen I've from the
1: death. I'm the Jesus of Etsy, dude.
0: <laughs> All right. So th- this is an, an, uh, so Etsy's. The way that they they seem to be structuring where you're positioned in their listings is is a number of things. But one is is the is is free shipping. One is are you giving a discount or is there a sale going on? That like if you have both those, they're pushing you up. The the third is 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 that sale timely? So what I was always doing prior was scheduling the sale. Say it starts on the twelfth, it ends on the thirteenth, thinking that's like a one day sale. That's not. It's actually a two day sale. And I, what I was noticing was we would get no sales on the 12th and all the sales on the 13th. And that's just cause Etsy's pushing it up as the final hours of countdown come. And so now <clears throat> I'm scheduling the sale to start on the 12th and end on the 12th.
1: And that totally and makes sense. Cause like you couldn't do this on your site as a brand, right? People would get so tired out, but on Etsy where the turnover of people going through your store is so fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So 12th, it starts and ends on the 12th. And now I'm noticing is we're getting our Etsy sales way later in the day because in the you morning, you're going to get
1: micro to it. You're going to do hourly can't. Sales? Etsy doesn't let you do that. <laughs> so no, I'm like, how are these,
0: like, how can I schedule a sale that maybe starts the day before at midday, midday and ends the next day at midday so that we can have more timing ending. I
1: feel like it's not, oh wait. So but you, you got 12am no to 1159. Is that the cycle? Yeah. Yeah. And how yeah. late is late? Is it late like people getting off of work and shopping or is it late like 10 p.m. 11 p.m.?
0: It's late like last night I think we had uh, like a 9:30 or, or okay. something like that. Interesting. Um but yeah, it's just inter- it's just another <clears throat> thing that you just it, it's like takes so much discovery to to figure out this platform
1: I feel like, but the companies that do it well can sell so much shit. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you're probably an Etsy expert by now.
0: On my third epiphany, you mean?
1: No, on your third. Now, th- that,
0: I've had, on your now th- that I've had three epiphanies. Your third reincarnation. <laughs> my
1: reincarnation. <laughs> um, all right. I have something that I kind of started to dive into because I thought it was interesting. And I've been seeing so much about this lately. I went down a rabbit hole of looking at Kevin O'Leary content since he was on the Shark, ah. uh, the Daily Show. And that's where I... He's so cringe. He's so cringe. That's why I mentioned to you, I really want to do a Shark Tank. Like, uh, a, these fucking gurus are doing really scammy uh, products and sales. But anyways... One thing he was promoting was the ERC, the employee retention credit. So I looked into this. Have you been hearing about this at all? Yeah. 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 I didn't really give a shit because we weren't employed, like employees don't benefit. This is just like a tax break to companies. Um, but I looked into why are people like him? Why is he pushing this so much if he doesn't get any benefit? And there's a lot of l- these companies that like advise on ERC filing and then we'll, take a big cut yeah what you're earning and i guess there's a lot of scams out right now where these companies are falsifying your input to the irs to make it look like you should be receiving more of a credit thus increasing their vig, but they're not liable because technically the filing is under your name and record
0: you know what this reminds me really closely of mm-hmm. is those commercials you see where it's like were you affected in, uh, you know, or did you eat so-and-so product between the years of X and X, yes. or like, did you use this between it's 1991 and 2000? Gen. Yeah. Lawyer lead gen where, right. Those lawyers are going to make a cut of whatever that settlement is. This is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, them taking advantage of people hoping that they're going to get some money and not really knowing the actual like terminology and because yeah, like the, these
1: businesses it. that can take advantage of this, like, unless they have a really savvy tax expert, they're not going to know how to do this. So, like, none of them do. If you're a small business no with one. a couple of people employed, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll trust Kevin O'Leary and go to his yeah. company that he's been paid to promote. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's really not good. I can almost guarantee that CoffeeZilla will be covering this in the next two months. Coffee, oh, Coffeezilla, legendary Wait. YouTuber. Coffeezilla, oh, remember okay. we watched him go at Billy King, Billy Jean, Billy Jean, Billy Jean marketing. Billie that guy G- um, He's on fucking Joe Rogan now. What you didn't see? Coffeezilla had a Joe Rogan episode. For what? Right, just talking about Joe. Rogan. just interested in what I think because he blew up after the Logan Paul. You see that the Logan Paul saga? Oh my! No, God. I haven't there's... been
0: watching Coffeezilla.
1: You need to get your tube game up.
0: My tube game is is increasing. By the way, like two years ago, you were like, "Oh, I primarily watch YouTube as my shows and stuff." And back then, I was, I was like, "Oh, was, no, like, I don't even. I barely go on YouTube mm-hmm. unless I'm like looking for a how to video." Now I actually go to YouTube almost every night to watch things, but it's not. Uh, just, I'm not like in the shows.
1: You're like really yet. into ASMR, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he did a whole saga, like a three episode series going at Logan Paul for shady NFT uh, promotion. And it blew up. It was a whole like drama thing on YouTube for a month or so where Logan responded by saying, you're lying. I'm going to sue you. Everyone shamed Logan. Logan started backpedaling. It was a whole thing. And I think that drew attention of Joe Rogan and so Joe Rogan had on coffee so coffee's been doing really good content the last year or so he was behind a lot of like the SBF uh Sam Be- Bankman-Fried coverage
0: i need to i need to pay attention closer to him but i'm curious on this Joe Rogan thing so he had he went on Joe Rogan's show or he's exposing Joe no, no, Rogan no, no
1: no he went on Rogan's uh-huh.
0: show oh okay never mind. i thought he was exposing Joe for something no and i was like you know what did Joe lie about i i, I did hear that there's some things that Joe's dad is coming on video saying. I saw that,
1: that too. It seemed like Joe Rogan came out was... of that fine. It was like his yeah. his birth sister it, and but... father kind of tried to expose him. Yeah, I don't know. Rogan just opened his uh, comedy store down in Austin.
0: Yeah, I actually had a friend go the opening night. You say it was cool. Yeah, That's I the... said it was awesome. It's supposed to be at, like a really cool club. Um, so, bro. Right. Dude, Google search, this goes with with YouTube Shorts too, the monetization aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I think this specific thing is that Google search is now showing short form video in Google results as well as long form video too. That's long form sick. is still up up top. Like long form, you're seeing it, like I'm seeing it placed between like six and eight, number six and eight. Short form is like between 10 and 12 usually positions, but- with Google's update where it's like the endless scroll thing. Now it's not go to the next page. Oh, what? They updated
1: that. Oh, in mobile
0: on, on mobile, it's endless scroll. It's not next page. And so you scroll, you push like literally two thumb clicks and you're at shorts. Why will not
1: they let you do thumbnails yet? That's so fucking stupid. Oh, I know. Like that's, that would be a money strategy for SEO going at the keyword in the thumbnail.
0: You know what I've been missing on? on making shorts is is um the the title of the shorts like i've always been putting copy but you can't choose the thumbnail i put copy on the video right Mm -hmm. but you can't choose the thumbnail so you can't choose what copy actually shows there Mm -hmm. but where i've been missing is the actual title not knowing that people see that title when scrolling the shorts feed which is like a sidebar scroll thing i don't know if you've seen that yeah The title is much more important than I ever thought. I think in general
1: nowadays, like I remember six months, a year ago when we were getting more into YouTube and I was looking into this shit, everyone was saying YouTube SEO isn't a thing. Like, don't worry about it too much. It's not really going to impact it. But if it's starting to show in search, it's like the primary thing.
0: Yeah. And but like, it's the same thing, like Reels, like the the caption of a post, it, it like, it doesn't really matter, I don't think but it seems to matter a lot for shorts right? because now the ones that I'm making more clicky are getting way more views.
1: Your reels is dead. This one screenshot you had in here.
0: Yeah. Reels is dead.
1: So what's it's a comparison of Google searches for YouTube shorts versus IG reels, Instagram shorts or Instagram reels has a peak for probably like a month and then it immediately drops back down.
0: Literally looks like it overtook short or it, it was ahead of shorts up until June, let's say, of 2022, middle of 2022. Yeah. Since then, shorts has overtaken it. And instead of like, just not just overtaken, but like straight shot up. I'm just blown away that down.
1: shorts is growing so much because I didn't think it would hit. I thought like, you're not going to be able to compete with TikTok because it's nothing different it's the same Uh, i think
0: creator monetization still is like gotta be the main factor behind it is that tiktok just doesn't pay reels barely like they just barely pay anything Mm -hmm. so
1: on that monetization i got a screenshot in here which the graph looks super impressive in terms of the growth but it's not so previous rpm for shorts was less than a cent uh current rpm is eight cents Yeah. So it's just not doing much. I think for video content, it was like four bucks or it's like in the dollars. Yeah. Um, The interesting thing though is within that same period of time, I think it was like 30 days. I looked at subscribers gain. It's still the most efficient way to grow subscribers. Like we've got, we've from the content we've posted, we've gotten 1200 subscribers from the videos and 5,400 from shorts. Mm-hmm. It's just wild. I think YouTube
0: should look at that closer. Like why, why that is such a very difference. Like, is the button easier to subscribe on shorts than it is? Yeah, on it kind form of is. It's kind of like right there when you're scrolling it's right there. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know why, like it should be right there on the main videos too. Yeah. At the same time, like we're putting out quite a bit more short Well, we're putting out way more shorts than we are long form content. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this short form video, like uh, with TikTok.
1: Yeah. What was this? Yeah, have a, a viral. TikTok this is wild. Bad effects. Yeah.
0: This is wild. So there's a TikTok trend videos that have gone out about using a USB cable to steal specific models of cars. Now you can take this USB. You can plug it straight into the car and connect it to your phone and start the car.
1: Is that like people so, boosting Kias? Is that a thing? I know that's a yes, really popular. Yeah, <laughs> Kia yeah Boys. so it's
0: Kias, it's Kias and Hondas, it's specific models. Anyways, I have a friend who has a Hyundai, this specific model in LA, and whose car was just stolen this way last week. Um, what are they
1: doing? Are they jailbreaking cars? That's crazy.
0: They're cracking a window. Yeah, they the get car. in the vehicle, and, yeah, and just, then it's, a, and then it's an app that, that's nuts. They're just jailbreaking a car and driving away. He literally walked out of his front door, saw his taillights on, and was like, "Why is my brake lights on?" and started sprinting after the car and ended up getting in a fight with the guy no way. through the through the window, and then the guy hit the gas and threw him off the car. <sighs> Crazy, right? That sucks. But so he talked to the cops after this, 1700 of the 2500 stolen cars in LA, in LA in the city of LA have been these models this year crazy
1: that's so annoying like how do you protect against it you just take off your hyundai logo so they don't
0: know (laughs) like the worst the worst part is that like is it's like tiktok this algorithm enables these videos to go viral so quickly and like all these people see it take advantage of it
1: this uh crazy this short form content yeah this kind of reminds me of another like story that i've been seeing a lot lately it's people getting sick off of tiktok food where (laughs) people start their pickle business or their pink sauce business on tiktok and then they essentially drop ship this food to customers through like venmo and zelle payments but the food's not fda approved because they're not Processing and packaging it in a way that it could travel in like hot areas, so people are just sending like botulism filled TikTok recipes to their use to their followers.
0: They're shipping like non airtight food mm-hmm. through warm weather, probably not refrigerated shipping services. No, and it's just like showing up and getting people sick. That's yep. Oh,
1: insane. I got to show you. I'll send you a link to a video. It's the most hilarious thing where um, the. There was a victim of it who who got blamed for calling it out. Essentially, instead of the person, the other piece charge. of this
0: that's really funny is like, is the actual customer smart enough to realize that this food may not be delivered correctly?
1: No, they're on TikTok. Like,
0: yeah, they're just and they're just sending a Venmo. It's like they're not actually ordering from a real company, a real business, nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just sending money to. Like I mean, I guess it's not a scam but that's pretty damn, close just, to one.
1: Yeah. It's just illegal <laughs> sending spoiled food. It yeah. seems. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things we could touch on before we end safe ops. We mentioned it recently. It was kind of like the people arrive on your site and because you can reference their cookie to an email address, we're able to email them. We've gone a few sales from it so far. It's not taken off as fast as I would have thought, but regardless, it's doing something. Um, we gone, uh, we've essentially paid for, three new customers. I think it's four now. Um, Yeah. 15% commission, 138 cents, 55 opens. So what is that? That's above a 30% open rate, five clicks. And it's what? What are we paying?
0: We're paying like a hundred bucks a month, right? For this?
1: No, that was all up front.
0: Oh, it was just set up fee. So there's no monthly fee to safe opt except for the affiliate commission. Yep. So then we should ROI within two Months probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great thing. I think the amount of data that they have seems to be a lot lower than I expected.
1: Yeah, the match rate's way lower. Like, we've uh, the match rate exactly was it in here? So, we've had 5,000 attempts to match people in only 138 years, 138,
0: people. yeah.
1: That's way low. That's actually something we're supposed to have a 30 day call to check in with them. It's probably going to happen in a week or so. It's probably going to be the main point I want to touch on.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think that is an interesting thing. I think the other thing um, <clears throat> is, is the conversion rates actually decent, which I would expect it to be decent, but you just don't know. Cause it's not, it's emailing from a third party. It Mm -hmm. does feel a little bit weird, but
1: yeah, if we can get them to click, we should be able to convert them. So I like three sales on five clicks. Totally makes sense.
0: Yeah. What's this Shopify Um, certification course? Did you take something? No, that was
1: interesting. That was something I got an email on that. They're, I don't know if they've provided this before in the past, but it kind of just reminds me of how stupid certification courses are and how like, I almost think the kind of you mentioned something where when people mention an MBA or have an MBA next to their email, you think less of them. Like whenever I'm on a call with like (laughs) a prospective media buyer or someone, and they're like, "Oh, I'm Google certified," it's like no one that like really is skilled will say that because like it means nothing.
0: It means nothing, and I think it goes back to to when I first was getting interested in digital marketing seven whatever years ago, and it was everyone was pushing you towards getting like HubSpot yep. marketing certified and it was the dumbest thing ever. You learn nothing by going and doing these HubSpot certifications really like same shit here. Yep. Like they, they just don't and and you're right if you are saying that as like that is why you should be trusted as an authority, you shouldn't be trusted as an authority.
1: Yeah, if you're saying that you're fooling people and it's people that I guess can take value from it, but like if you say that to me, I don't think it's anything valuable
0: yeah no i agree it's just the certification courses i can see them being holding value to people who, who have zero experience right it's like some of the companies we consult for they if we said oh we're certified in shopify they might actually think that is a decent thing
1: yeah i think they are impressed by it
0: exactly and i think that's where people can get away with it is we they're just one step above but it's really worthless
1: Yep. all right you got anything else
0: no i don't think so oh genius uh, as we're talking about shark tank why has there never been a shark tank competitor i just feel like they could do a better there job has, and, make it more... and like on that note too i feel like a youtube version of it would be really interesting
1: Barstool did it. Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm such a fucking Barstool simp. God. <laughs> they did it with uh, Dave Portnoy, the guy who founded Body Armor, and the guy that does Bar Rescue, John something Tabber. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Interesting group of people.
1: <laughs> basically, is when Dave got rich, he wanted to have a bunch of people pitch him stuff.
0: Okay. Um this kind of sounds similar to the MFM pitches. Big brain where That's what it's called. MFM did like a round of yes. a few round of pitches where they did it also on on video. And I don't think it went that well for them. But
1: that's how we found Munch. I actually want to just like sit in the background of some of those things. Because I've been like going through product hunt a lot lately. It's just like seeing some of these ideas manifest is really interesting and just like gives better ideas for what we do. That
0: is where we found Munch, you're right. And yeah, Product Hunt's super cool. I I wish, like, I paid more attention to Product Hunt over the last five years.
1: Mm -hmm. A lot of it's kind of just dumb shit. Lately, it's been a lot lot of of chat GPT, or it's just extensions onto Slack. It's like, I want something cooler than that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, yeah. I don't Um, have anything else, though.
1: Should we wrap? Let's wrap it. Guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week. Enjoy your week. Peace out.